Look at it. Look at it. Carl looked to where the angry homeowner, clad only in an open bathrobe and loose boxers, pointed. Not that Carl needed the direction. The problem was plenty obvious. Two legs waved sluggishly from a sewer grate in the curb. Yes, sir, I see it, Carl said, and propped his hands on his hips. He hadn't brought the trainee with him from the car. Not yet. He wanted to get a good rapport with the homeowner, and any audience or any show of bureaucracy about to swing into action would only infuriate the man further. Did the collar not pop him at all, or don't you know? Carl smiled, a puzzled half-smile. And I'm just doing my job here, buddy, smile. Well, I don't know, the homeowner said, on an outrushing sigh as his shoulders relaxed. I came out this morning to get the paper, and so I'm kicking around in there. Carl and the homeowner turned their gazes back to the lakes. A low moan issued from the grate, echoing and lost. It still had its head. That much was obvious. They couldn't groan like that without their heads. Well, you were lucky, I can tell you that, Carl said. He scratched his ribs and nodded thoughtfully. He made some notes in the clipboard. This was a nice neighborhood, at least one in every five or six houses still standing. This guy was either government or he worked at one of the power companies. Don't I know it? Sucker could have come right after me if it hadn't tumbled into the sewer there. I was hardly awake. This time, the homeowner's squawk was excited. A can-you-believe-it-I-can't-believe-it exclamation. Hmm. You were lucky for sure. No question about it, Carl said. Big house, landscape nice, plenty of money here. Good grid system, expensive. The houses on either side and across the street were burned to the ground. Anything unoccupied after the plague had been demolished to control infestation and looting. Three more zombies stood in the front yard, spaced out like checker pieces. They moaned and swayed, their attention fixed on the two men. One quarter of the yard was conspicuously empty. Well, let me get this written up and taken care of for you, Carl said. How's the rest of the system been? You've had it, what, uh, six months or so? Any problems? He liked to ask this to remind customers that there were, in fact, very few occurrences of this nature. The homeowner shrugged. No, no problems. Wife hates it, but... He shrugged again. His belly, a pugnacious basketball, rose and fell. The ladies are a little soft sometimes, you know. They don't understand security as well. That's why I made sure we got all menzies. A small, unconscious moo of disgust crossed the guy's face, and Carl understood it. He and the homeowner were probably about the same age, early fifties. Same generation, at least. Some of the terms nowadays. Menzies, Woomsies, Kidsies. There was something decidedly wrong with a term almost of endearment associated with those shuffling monstrosities. She didn't even want us to have guns in the house, much less these here yard zombies. Carl nodded in sympathy, but of course, his thoughts went to Annie, his wife. He'd lost her 26 years ago now, in the first wave. She'd been so young. They'd all been so young. Carl shook off the thought and put his hand out. I'll be in touch, but take my card. My scan code is right there. Call if they haven't set you back up in a few hours. Well, thank you. Thanks. I'll do that. 
The homeowner pulled his bathrobe together and bent to retrieve the paper. He went up the driveway whistling. The remaining zombies, one on one side and two on the other, tracked his progress with their hungry, empty eyes. Newspaper, Carl thought. Guy must have the big bucks. Probably a government worker, then. Four-yard zombies just in the front, most likely eight out back. Totally unnecessary, but that's overzealous sales for you. Maybe candy.